coming this spring. Coming this fall. I was watching this uh, like little short like YouTube thing because you know nobody watches documentaries anymore about uh, the narrator guy. Remember the '90s, the guy who would, who was like, "Oh, uh, in a world." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this summer, yeah, yeah. Miramax Pictures proudly presents scene. And then you have like one final like joke, everybody laughs, and it's like July 15th. So that was like actually for the most part one dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interesting story. Like he uh, he did it in the 80s, and then he became famous, and then everybody started using him. And then I think he got sick or something happened. And then trailers in the 2000s became like, you would have a scene and right. then you would hear an epic Hans Zimmer-like score. Dude, I remember the first It was like Inception-ish. Yeah, Inception. Inception yeah. was the first. Dude, and then and then literally every movie did that. Yeah, every movie. Of like, freaking Hans Zimmer. Dude, genius. We, yeah, all, we, we owe it all to him. Right? Yeah. So Danny was just explaining to me the intricacies of '90s uh, rap, dude. I think uh, I think um, the, the same way the, the same way that like you know the white kids took. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like there's the mainstream culturally uh, palatable to white people version of rap, right? In like the '80s, you know, with like with like people being like. Hey, I went to a party, got me a shorty, got yeah. me, yeah, for sure. Dude, and then there's, and then I was thinking there's the 2000s version of that, which is my version, which is like, crunk music. Uh, which, right, which is like, yeah. I, right, which is like, I like, oh, Lil John and crunk music, that's the only rap that I care to listen to, which is like the exact same thing that happened in the 80s, which is like, you know, white kids only want to listen to this, to the popular <laughs> version of rap. They don't really like. I don't care about listening to Common and like. I mean, I like Jay Z, but Jay Z is very. Who wants to talk about real issues in the community. No, dude. Well, I'm just kidding. Dude, but I can't relate. Dude, I can't relate to. I can't relate to like a black guy's like because I'm not a black guy. Like you know. You know what's funny? This conversation was spawned off of <clears throat> us watching. Uh, Teen Witch. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Um. And, like, there's a scene where um, these three white guys, and it's super <laughs> 80s. You said 87? Yeah, yeah, 88. Yeah, yeah, 87. Yeah. So it's full-blown 80s. And, like, uh, they're, like, they have, like, a classic Radio Raheem stereo. Yeah. And they're blasting, like, the most, like, generic Aldi's version of Run DMC, whatever that is. And they're just so, like... Michael Jackson bad video think that they're tough like mm-hmm. we, we're gonna ride on the beat escape the way like whatever yeah. it is and I was explaining to mm-hmm. Andrew how before Rock him and I, I, anybody can correct me if I'm wrong but Rock him really changed that like before Rock him you know all the rappers that we love like Eminem and Jay Z and Nas and and and, mm-hmm. and 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 whoever really everybody since Rock him uh, before him was basically. <laughs> It was that style mm-hmm. of like the Run DMC, which they're legends, but it was very like. This is how we do. No, no, no. It. That was that was post, and that was, that's not oh, that was post. When okay. you say that's really okay. rap, so it's just like a, a fun R and B pop song. Okay. But I just mean like actual rap, rap. Like before Rakim, it wasn't intricate compound syllables, and like you said, kind of just talking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. effortlessly, flowing the over way he a would beat. talk. Yeah. It was very rock and roll in mm-hmm. the sense of like, <laughs> and like. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, it's just interesting. I compared it to how uh, before Nirvana, it was like hair bands and like 
uh, spandex and like, blah, 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 like yeah, eight yeah, yeah. solos. And then Nirvana came out with like ripped jeans, Chuck Taylors and yeah. like flannel shirts. And they just were like straight punk rock, rock and roll. Like, yeah. yeah it was all about image. Eighties was all about image. And then nineties yeah. was all about authenticity. Yeah, for sure. Not to say that like run DMC and those guys weren't <sighs> authentic, but just in the sense of like, uh, the the I don't know it just evolved I guess yeah yeah um, speaking of evolution let's talk about objections to Christianity <laughs> okay so um, oh and by the way so if you Google if you if you just search on YouTube right now Teen Witch stop that you will see this video it's these it's it's these three the let's, most wait. awkward what let's, let's just cut out that whole initial thing no it's great you think so yeah it's great it's I great can cut out this then no no. No, cut out this me saying this right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll cut yeah, that out. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, anyway, just YouTube it. It's Teen Witch. Stop that. It's the three most awkward white guys ever basically trying to be black guys rapping. And it's like cringe on yeah, another wait. level. Yo, when the girl started rapping <laughs> back at him in a choreographed, like, I just want to ask them, like, how did you guys know how to rhyme? When you both freestyled that, but you were rhyming off of one another. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> he, he like he he said something like uh, supersonic idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gwen Stefani. It's like a Gwen Stefani rap. Like Kati and I love this scene so much, we're gonna perform it at our oh, wedding. I told her I want to perform do. this scene at our wedding, and then have us as your groomsmen be like <clears throat> like doing the b boy stance, the beast people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that is not the point of this episode. The point of this episode Actually, is, it is. We're going to know So Danny and I wanted to go through, like, so I have the 20 objections to Christianity here, and we are going to do responses to 20 objections to Christianity. And 20? Yeah, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll get through oh, them. Wow. We'll, the, some of them will go quicker than others. We're going to go through 20 objections to Christianity, and you'll know that we're transitioning... To another one because a sound, dude, you could do a sound too, but th this, this this audio will play to let you know that we're doing a new question. Ready? <laughs> oh. Or it could be. You think Jesus is the only way? <laughs> Yo, Rockin', what's up? Yo, I'm doing analogy, man. I'm trying to get paid in full. Well, check this out. Since Norby Walters is our agency, right? True. Carol Lewis is our agent. World up. Zakia and Fourth and Broadway is our record company. Indeed. Okay, so who are we rolling with then? We rolling anyway. Okay, so I, I dude, I just I dude, I just love that audio when you yeah. when you say something like Christians are hypocrites. <laughs> that's great you're great at this bro i don't think about stuff like that your production value so, for that okay. that's why you make good social media that's why you're that's good with apologetics on social media and i need just a microphone or like a conversation because yeah, no. you think about stuff no like you that. you dude you just got to get on hilarious. tiktok and start responding to people do. you'd be so I, good I, at I would it just be looking up stuff all day I, bro i spend hours on youtube and it's all here's the thing you know how i justify it andrew I'm watching James White and Michael Brown debate predestination. This is important. It's important that I'm up till 2 a.m. watching this debate and I have no. to work at 8 a.m. Dude, 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 dude. It is better than watching football and playing video games. Like, it's great. It's fine. I, yeah. You know. All right. Okay, so here we go. So you ready for the first question? Aimed at, aimed at Danny. Here we go. Ready? Right. 
You think Jesus is the only way to God. That's too narrow-minded. I think there are many ways to God. I'm open-minded. I'm gonna. I'm going. I think it would work best if I. We were. Well, dude, quote, I, I'm a guy in the park. Okay, gotcha. I'm a guy that's, at Caribou. Okay, first, I feel like I'm Ray Comfort. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, perfect. There's. You think there's only one way to God? I'm much more open-minded with you. I think there's many ways to God. Okay. So let's start with, um, rather than starting with why Jesus is the only way, uh, your objection would first beg the question, is there only one way? Philosophically, the philosophical question, is there only one way to God? Mm -hmm. Or are multiple ways even possible? Before we even talk about whether it's Jesus, Mm -hmm. Buddha, uh, uh, Muhammad, would you agree that the question becomes either there is only one way or yeah. there are multiple ways, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And you think that there are multiple ways, right? Yeah. Okay. How many ways are there to cure cancer? Um, there's only one way to cure cancer. Okay. There are wrong ways to cure cancer, right? Yeah. Okay. So explain to me how there can be multiple ways to God if God is one person. Or that's, that's a bad way to put it. Explain... <laughs> Explain to me how God is the one thing in existence that doesn't have an objective, true way to get to. Mm. If I say that I can, uh, and where, where does it end? If I say that I can um, uh, burn incense and that gets me to God, what makes that untrue? If I say that by murdering people in the city, that that brings me closer to God, what makes that untrue, Mr. Person in the Park? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, hmm, maybe, I mean, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that is a good argument. Um, or, or you're basically saying the idea of like, because there's a, there, 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 there's like a static reality to nature, right? Gravity, disease, things like that. You're saying God is also in that realm of things in which there is a static reality of ways you can't choose how you interact with gravity. Exactly. Gravity is a force that interacts with you. And if I wanted to argue against that, I would say, and obviously everybody, I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. I would say, yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe some, Hey, if some people want to connect to God through murdering people, that's fine. Okay. We can move on to the next objection. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if, if you have someone, the, if you have someone in the park that says that, all right, you're a consistent agnostic. Right. 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 Um, <laughs> right. But, but no one's gonna say that. No. No one's gonna say that. No one's gonna say. It. Right. You're right. People are much more likely to say, "Oh, well, no, that's not God." Would never want you to kill other ones. The of reality, his guys, to not be too convoluted. The reality is, is that mm. when people say that there are multiple ways, they think that they're being open-minded, and they think that they're being um, uh, what what pluralism is. What that is, mm-hmm. uh, what it actually, what they think it provides is. Uh, um, uh, it sounds uh, open-minded, it's, and, and it sounds um, accepting, <clears throat> right? Yeah. But we don't view anything else. And I mean, I don't mean like there are different ways to skin a cat, that saying and stuff like that. No, we're talking about getting to God. Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, if it's, it's like, if, okay, if there's a place that I tell you to go to, if I tell you how to get to Caribou Coffee, mm-hmm. shout out Caribou Coffee, if I tell you how to get to Caribou Coffee, 
they might say, well, you can take this road, and you can take this road, and you can take this road. Okay, ultimately, you have to go a specific way to get to Caribou Coffee, mm-hmm. whether that's around this way, around this way. So you mm-hmm. can have different types of, I guess, Christianity as far as denominations, but mm-hmm. Jesus would be the way. I don't know if that's He's only in one spot. That's a better way to put you it. You know, yeah. Exactly. So uh, plural, we don't, we, we don't view if we said uh, about anything else, um, cancer, uh, diabetes, hey, this is the way to cure this. Hey, this is the way you do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what's going to help this. Hey, this medicine is going to help you. There, there are many ways to help mm-hmm. that, though. Yeah. Okay. Is that true or is that everything else mm-hmm. in the universe, we agree that there are wrong ways mm-hmm. to do things, mm-hmm. wrong ways to get to certain ends. Mm-hmm. But in our new age, postmodern, uh, you know, secular society, it, yeah, people think it's accepting to say, well, you know, there, yep. there are many ways. Yeah. I okay. don't even know. I, I don't think that's <clears throat> Dude, the best explanation. Well, okay. I'm going to throw uh, Tim, the, the, what Tim always says is that sounds like a humble view to say, oh, you're exclusive with truth. I'm open-minded with truth. I think God can be interacted with and, and you know, God can be reached through a lot of different ways. But actually... You're you are actually claiming superiority more than I am claiming superiority because you're saying the person who says God can be reached in any way is still saying I have a superior view to you. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. So yeah. you are so you are the true. You are saying there's only one way to God, right? Right, because you're saying, oh no, the only way to God is there's many ways, and right. it's like, wait, why is your view of reality and God? The correct You're view. still making an objective truth claim. Exactly. You're making the truth claim that, and we agree, truth by definition mm. is objective. Yeah. Meaning it's separate. It's it, it, it's something is either true or it's not. And it, it, we're it, both making a truth claim. We're saying that right. Jesus is the way. You're saying right. that there are many ways, but you're still making a truth claim. Right. And I think Tim would say any claim at all is an objective truth claim. Amen, yeah. e- even saying it's even, like when you say there's no such thing as truth. Uh, you're making one a truth apologist claim. said, "Is that true? What you just said?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And even saying, and even saying, oh, well, I believe in a religion where that murdering people is okay. That's an objective truth claim. Right. You're saying you're saying that's okay. Yeah. So, so you are actually being more exclusive than me because you're saying my truth is still higher and truer than your truth. Yeah. Your truth that there's only one way to God is down here. My truth that there's many ways to God is truer than your truth. Okay. Let's do it. Go to the next objection. Yeah, and uh, last. Sorry, Dan. The, the, the music. Sorry, it's like time to move on. Oh, you think homosexuality is wrong according to the Bible? Well, I hope you don't eat shellfish or use mixed fabrics either, because the Bible said those things were wrong as well. You know, at a glance of the Old Testament, I could see how you would look at the Levitical law and say, "Yeah, well, why do why do you throw?" You know, uh, the West Wing. With Martin Sheen, mm-hmm. had a uh, it's like a very popular uh, video on YouTube that circulates around. Hmm. He's like the president, and mm-hmm. there's like this homophobic lady or whatever. Mm-hmm. She writes an article or something, and then he like in front of the whole like staff like schools her, and he's like, "Why don't I just uh, behead my mom for eating show?" Or like you know she let two pieces of cloth rub together, so mm-hmm. why don't I blah blah blah? Here's the answer to that: there are things in the Bible. When you read the Bible in its context, there are things given in the law, 
like the shellfish thing, mm -hmm. like no two cloths being put together that are specifically for Israel, that Jesus, you know, the, the, the work of Jesus has released us from. Um, and uh, specifically for Israel in that time. There are also things that are fundamentally woven into creation and the fabric and the ethos of creation itself by God. When we talk about gender, I would say that is one of the top foundational ones. Before God gave the law, before Moses, mm -hmm. before you know the tablets, mm -hmm. he created them male and female. Male and female, he created them. Mm -hmm. So, and then Jesus echoes that when he says a man should leave his uh, husband and cling to his wife. He echoes the Genesis account um, and the Genesis word. Mm -hmm. And Paul, we have the teachings <clears throat> of Paul as well. So you're saying because of how the New Testament authors like Jesus, like Paul, interpreted the, uh, that, that that's, it, it tells us how to interpret the Not Old Testament. That, uh, that along with Genesis itself is letting us know how, uh, like, no, uh, it, correct me for a moment, there's nothing in the law, Levitical law, about, there's, there, there might be a punishment for mm -hmm. homosexuality that mm -hmm. we don't carry out anymore. Um, however, there's not, um, thou shall not be homosexual. Yeah, yeah, there was. That's, there was. There was? Yeah, yeah, there was. There was. You would be put to death. No, I know you would be put to death. I know there's a punishment mm -hmm. for it. What I'm saying is that that as a law is not a law in the sense of like, the, that was already an understood thing about creation. And then there was uh, a law given to how to uh, go, a legal uh, ramification of how to go about the sin of itself. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying you could date it back to Genesis. Right, that, that's man, my whole point. Right. And so, woman. so yeah. it's like, it's mm. almost like there's no law for, um, I don't think of an example, there's no law for gravity. There's mm -hmm. no law for like, the, the, you know, the sun, be, you know, there's no law for uh, uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, and honestly, should we also throw out thou shall not murder? Or does that, right. is that a fabric woven into? Right, right, like, right. Like, uh, so, so by definition, we should throw out all the Ten Commandments. That's a good, yeah. <clears throat> okay, what so. What would you say? Dude, so my favorite way, so anytime, anytime. Let's both, let's both go after every single one so you. You yeah, 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 dude. So, dude. So, anytime anybody's talking about interpretation of the Old Testament, oh, how do you know your interpretation of the Old Testament is true? I've got a great answer. It's, it's dude. I have been trolling these people on TikTok, and my favorite response to this is always, um, I don't interpret it the way I I interpret it. I interpret it the way Jesus interpreted it. Oh, no! <laughs> which is to say, which is to say, we don't follow our interpretation. What did Jesus say about the Old Testament? G right? Like Jesus I have not come to abolish the law. Exactly. What did Jesus so so guys, anytime you get into this interpretation junk with people, how did Jesus interpret the Bible? That is how I interpret the Bible. So that pretty much ends that. <laughs> okay, here we go. If God is good, why did he kill so many innocent people in the Old Testament? That's a hard one. Yeah. Or is it? No, I'm just playing. Or uh, is no, it? that's one that I definitely um, uh, wrestle with. Mm -hmm. um, so 
Number one, uh, I, I would save this for the end, but uh, William Lynn Craig has a great response to this, um, so I'm going to pull from him. But uh, first of all, God can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. If we accept the fact that he's God, He gives and he ta- the Lord giveth and he taketh away. Mm-hmm. The Lord gives life and he takes it away. If God had had Isaac, if God had allowed Abraham to sacrifice Isaac on, like we, we have to come with, and I know a lot of Christians these days, it seems like, and I didn't need, like the presupposition is the word of God. It's mm-hmm. not our own morality or how we view the morality mm-hmm. or, or how we view whatever, but that's all we have to go on in, in some ways mm-hmm. uh, as far as our understanding. So mm-hmm. God can give life and he can take away life. Ultimately, the authority mm-hmm. is his. Mm-hmm. Do you want a better philosophical uh, explanation of that. Um, first of all, there are a lot of scholars that don't even believe you're talking about. So let's say that I think the biggest account would be like uh, Moses being commanded to, or Joshua being commanded to wipe out. What was it? The Canaanites. Mm-hmm. First of all, it doesn't say that they, uh, they're, 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 what a lot of people point to is that they killed everyone. There's not anyone living. That happens a few times in the Bible. But then later in the Bible, you see that those people are still alive in some capacity. And so the hmm. Bible also, especially the Old Testament and the New Testament, it can use hyperbole in the sense of like, they wiped everyone out. Uh, right? Just like how we would say, bro, it was that's a it, good point. everybody. That's we went a good to the point. party, bro. Everybody from Passion was there. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Not every single person. But Daniel, not everyone yeah. from Passion was there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, like, yeah, that's <laughs> technically. Uh, so, Why did you lie? So, it doesn't necessarily mean, but even if, even if it did mean that, the real hard truth would be this is that. Those babies, that you, like, let's talk about the Canaanite culture and mm-hmm. the cultures that were divine commanded to be wiped out. Right. They did su- a child sacrifice themselves. Oh, they yeah. were completely evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think is more merciful from a loving God? Allowing a child to grow up and potentially, because here's the thing, and this is what William Lynn Craig says as well. Let's say that the child was taken. Let's say that the Lord uh, commanded the Israelites to completely genocide, it's crazy. <laughs> genocide, them. genocide, genocide them. Uh, yeah, commit genocide on them. What's more merciful to the child? The child growing up, becoming accountable, and not knowing Yahweh, and rejecting the Lord, and spending eternity separated from the Lord, or a four-year-old, five-year-old that's part of an evil group that would grow up to be that, and then being taken, but because he's so young, the Lord having mercy on them mm-hmm. and taking them eternally into His hands. What do you think is more merciful? Hmm. Right, and, and so in that in that example, you think that, that, that that's the, the whole idea of babies going straight to heaven. I could never reconcile. Yeah, that's a or, tough one. Or, 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 or and these are hard. That, that that that's so much harder than like a pluralistic argument or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because the Bible doesn't doesn't speak on it. Right. But, um, we 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 but we, tough. we add extra biblical context. And when I say extra biblical, I don't mean incorrect. I just mean that we add what you know based on the character of what we see of God in the Bible. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you believe babies go to heaven, dude? That's a let's park there real quick. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think um, it's it's kind of like this question of like. Does somebody who special nev- needs? What? What about people with special needs? Dude, you know the crazy thing is like 
there's so many uh uh uh, i've seen a a lot of atheists on tiktok that are like what about people with disabilities god you know uh, why is god's creation flawed like what about those people Mm -hmm. the irony is people with disabilities are so often christians you know because they're like and they're not and they are the least it is so amazing to me that people with disabilities are so often the least bitter the least resentful the least unkind people ever best christians they're the best Christians because <laughs> yeah, they realize totally. they realize they're dependent. All of life, yeah, and all of life is a gift. Yeah, whatever I have is from the Father. I am thankful for like even even this flawed life that He's given me. I am thankful for because life is it's a humbling. freaking gift. Um, dude, but the the, the thing, hang on, let me see. I'm William sure. and Craig, or actually, John MacArthur makes a good point about um. Uh, babies going to heaven. There's like a two to three minute video, and he says the you know every tribe and tongue, right? Yeah. So think about this. There have undoubtedly been tribes throughout thousands of years of human history that died never hearing the gospel. Right. They had to have had some babies that died. Right. In the womb, childbirth, whatever it is. If we're gonna see someone from every tribe and tongue, well, somehow the Lord reached. That's coming from Johnny Mac, the most reformed Calvinist. Uh, he's not going to make room for it. Like, right, right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so, well, because Romans one says everyone knows. You know. Yeah, but it also says that like uh, everyone knows in a general but sense. But Jesus also said, right? It also said Jesus also says about the Pharisees, if you, if, 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 if you did not know something like if you, if you. If you did not know, or if you weren't able to see, you mm-hmm. would not be guilty of sin. That's true. Yeah. Um, but 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 at the same time, all yeah, all have fallen short of the of the glory of God. Yeah, it's probably what James White would say. <clears throat> he's like he's he'd probably be like like no, they're still you're burning. Born in a they're sin. burning. Creature. <laughs> Creature. <laughs> Creature. Creature. Yeah, dude. Okay, uh, dude. I, I recently thought of an interesting way to answer this question of the question of uh god killing people in the old testament so you got to go back to genesis 2 when he says you are free to eat from any tree in the garden but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for when you eat from it you will certainly die so so what god promised adam and eve was death for eating from the tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil and and what you could also presuppose extends forth from that argument is the deserving of death for not just Adam and Eve, but the deserving of death for any creation that he made. And also because of our sin, like if anyone is sinless, I think that person could come before God and say, because as we know, God cannot be around sin. God, you know, a single sin would send us to hell. So therefore, um, I see your point. Yeah, and I think you know, that as much as extra biblical as the age of accountability, uh, some of it can be. Mm-hmm. I do think you can make a strong biblical case. Isaiah seven sixteen. For before the boy knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land whose two kings you will dread will be deserted. Before oh. the boy knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, meaning he's not even capable. What's what's that from? Uh, Isaiah seven sixteen. Oh, what what context is it in? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I could look up the full verse. But I, obviously, it's stating the fact that there is a boy who there's yeah. an age where he doesn't know how to refuse evil or hmm. do good. 
Um, Dude, I didn't know about that verse. That's cool. Uh, got questions. And um, John 19, Jesus heals a man born blind. After the physical healing, the man goes through a process of receiving a spiritual gift. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, that's the one I said. Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man replies, who is he, sir? Tell me, so, tell me so that I may believe in him. Finally, having seen the light spiritually, he says, Lord, I believe and worship Jesus. Mm. Um, and then again, when he says to the Pharisees, uh, they say, are we blind too? And Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But mm. now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. Mm. So I think the Bible does make room for, um, uh, and also I think the, the strongest case would be David's child. David says he's going to see his child in 2 Samuel. Remember? What do you mean he's going to see it? In uh, heaven? His child who died uh, as a baby. Uh-huh. Uh, 2 Samuel. Uh, uh, but now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Hmm. So David's saying good. that he's going to see his baby son again. Now, his son was a baby. That's interesting, dude. Or a boy. Okay, let's move on to the next question. But just relaxing on that, God can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, ultimately, and this is why I feel like, again, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself reformed, but I feel like this is where, um, not to say only reformed people take this view, but this is where they have a high opinion of, like, his sovereignty in the sense that, like, mm -hmm. my presupposition needs to be the Bible and mm -hmm. the Word of God. Yeah. Not my own philosophy, not my own reality. We can use philosophical right. arguments to make rational cases right. for what the Bible says. Right. But ultimately... If I'm going to take, I love how Francis Chan once said, <clears throat> he said he had to come to a point where um, he had to come to a point, and not to get too off on this question, but this is really important. Francis Chan said he had to come to a point where he was like, God, I, after all the wrestling and praying, he's like, I still don't agree with that, God. Hmm. But you know what? If I come to a point in your word, Lord, where I think that that's wrong or I disagree, I'm going to assume that I'm wrong. <laughs> and that's it. And, like, dude, that's – I don't think that yeah, the Lord yeah, – like, I think yeah. the Lord honors that in the sense yeah. of, like, it's just like a father telling you, yeah. you need to go do this. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand right now. that. That doesn't make him objectively wrong. It mm -hmm, just means mm -hmm. that you don't understand. Yeah, right? that's good. So, and again, if we want to get – the last thing I was going to say about that, if we wanted to get – if we want to get into uh, – uh, everything that you view as morally uh, wrong or right, mm -hmm. then again, we get into subjective morality land Yeah, yeah. where uh, ultimately, okay, so where does that end? Mm -hmm. If God says don't murder and you're like, well, you know, I don't really see that as bad. Okay. So, yeah. so, so w who is the objective moral standard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just playing audios on our, that a nuclear explosion. <laughs> um, dude, uh, Really lost what I was gonna say. All right, here we go. He's gotta finish acts, man. <laughs> okay, here I'll take this. Oh, and by the way, this is kind of unfair because like I have softballed all these. Like, and, and Danny, you're completely new, you new, fresh to these. No, I mean you're obviously doing well, but uh, these like I wrote all of these, so it's a little unfair. It's unfair that like I get to. Oh, I wrote the questions, and I'm like, oh, I had no, like the perfect response for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be sharper. Okay, um, the next question is... Who created why, God? That's all Why do you need a God to tell you what's right and wrong? We as a society can figure out what is right and wrong. Oh, this is my favorite one. Okay, and I'll, I'll take this one. But can and, I... 
So, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me go first. Let me go first. So, as I, this is one of my favorite TikTok videos. Is uh, that my question is? Okay, we as a society can decide who is right and wrong. Which society? Did the Germans in the 30s? Right. Did the Germans in the 30s <laughs> sorry, decide sorry, that? Sorry, you take it. You take it. And so... It's just such an easy whole run. It's like you literally put it on a yeah, T-ball. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, smack yeah. it. Go ahead. You got it. So the question is... I'm going to cue the bomb. So, so the, the question is... Uh, and some people might say, oh, no, I as a person, I decide right and wrong for me. And it's like, okay, well, what if you're version of right and wrong conflicts with somebody else's version of right and wrong. And then people will often say, oh, never mind. I don't decide morality. Society decides morality. And it's like, well, what about conflicting societies? What about the Native Americans? What about China, which about executes slavery? You know, chattel slavery. China, China executes its citizens. Stalin, uh, Lenin, Stalin Lenin, Nazism. Like, we quickly run into this problem of, like, who, uh, you know, you know. Anyway, go ahead. So ask the question again for me, please. Um, why do you need a God to tell you what's right and wrong? We as a society can figure out what is right and wrong. All right, play the other person, please. Okay, play the other person. Play the, put the person okay, asking yeah, the yeah. question. Okay, so who decides? You said, okay, so you said the society decides whether it's right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you just answered the question. Yes, yes, society decides uh, what is right and wrong. Completely subject more, subj- subjective morality completely breaks down when you look at what that leads to, uh, Auschwitz, mm-hmm. slavery, genocide. Oh, well, those are bad societies. Bad by what standard? Bad by, like, uh, I only believe in things that lead to the, to the, um, to the, hurt oh, to, 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 to the ultimate good of, I believe, do no harm. Do no harm is my guide for life. And so those societies... I do believe in objective morality, but those societies were obviously wrong because we can look back on them and see that they were wrong. What makes them wrong? They were. We just agree that they were they wrong. They were hurting other people, right? Yeah, they were hurting people. What makes that wrong? Uh, I think everyone knows that it's wrong to hurt people. I agree that everyone has. As a Christian, I agree with you that everyone has a moral written code that it's wrong with you. But as a Christian, I have I have the ability to appeal to a higher moral standard given by a moral giver. So I have that right. What you're doing is you're borrowing my Christian worldview to make a truth claim about morality. The thing is, you're taking the morality claim without the morality giver. So I would ask you, when I say something is wrong morally, I have a moral law giver and a standard to appeal to. What are you appealing to? How are you basically, by what standard are you telling me that they are that the pedophile is wrong? If the pedophile thinks that he's not wrong and you're wrong, what makes you right? Other than how you feel about it and your preference. I think ultimately society will arrive at the correct morality. And it might take us a long time, but eventually we will arrive at like the correct morality. Okay. I don't agree with that presupposition that we will, but let's say that we would, because mm-hmm. I don't even want to, because I, I, let's, let's even take your thing that ultimately uh, the, 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 the arc of society mm-hmm. and humanity bends towards better. Let's say that mm-hmm. that's true. I'm not, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that that's true, mm-hmm. but let's say that it is. Things have just gotten better and better. What makes, that, what makes that right, though? What makes what right? What makes society flourishing better? What if me eradicating society is what I think is morally right? 
Uh, well, I could you could make an evolutionary argument that um, humans flourishing is better for the for our species. Yeah, sure. You could make an efficiency evolutionary argument for it. But mm-hmm. We're not talking about efficiency or mm-hmm. survival. We're talking mm-hmm. about morality. Hmm. If I think that humans becoming extinct is what I want to see happen, mm-hmm. if I think that we're a virus on the earth, if I think that we're no no greater than any species that's ever gone extinct, and I think that the planet would be better, what without humans? Mm-hmm. What makes me morally wrong for that? Right. You're saying if your moral rightness is the health of the planet, we definitely should be eradicated. Even if it's not that, even let's even remove that. If mm-hmm. my if I just think that it's good and morally right that humans go extinct, what mm-hmm. makes me wrong? You are wrong because you are um you're a traitor to your um species okay but what makes that morally wrong though the only moral right that i believe in is the existence and the flourishing of as many humans as possible because that's i'm part of this species by what standard do you make that moral value claim it's implicit in nature what does that mean well right it, right no i agree with you what makes that mo- and andrew's arguing for a person who doesn't agree with you, so it's hard <laughs> What makes that morally? Well, we're trying to flesh it out as best we can. What makes that? I, I agree that it's implicit in nature because mm-hmm. there's a creator. We're not. We don't disagree. Uh, but I'm asking you, what makes it morally wrong, or morally right, to uh, survive or flourish? Because that's the only thing that moral rightness could be. Says who? Says just nature. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's obviously a silly, silly oh, argument. Oh, dude! It's Subject- obvious. Honestly, bro, it's- subjective morality <laughs> is the easiest thing as a like, dude. Like, it, do, do you do you God. understand how how he's such an idiot? But do you understand how Sam Harris tries to arrive at an objective morality you know, through I used to think nature? Sam Harris was like this brilliant. He's so amazing dumb. Atheist. He's you know so what dumb. he said? You know what? You know? You know what he used to say? And I used to be like, man, that's like so before wise. I was a Christian, yeah, I yeah. would listen to him, and I was not like I, I've never been an atheist, but I was I was pretty. Yeah, I was. I would. I would say I was a non-committal agnostic yeah, 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 yeah. kid who grew up in the church. So I was uh-huh. like, but I used to say, you know how <laughs> Christians, you know, there are there are something like two hundred, two thousand, blah 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 gods in Hindu, or like that five thousand millions of Hindu, gods, millions yeah, yeah. of gods in Hinduism. And he's like, Christians say that all those other four thousand blah blah, blah 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 gods, mm-hmm. they're all false. They don't exist. He's like. I just take that one step further. That's all I'm doing. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Cute. cute In other words, cute. you're a monotheist. Right. You, you as a monotheist are saying that all these other gods aren't real. All right. I'm doing is taking it one step further. Cute, yeah. And yeah. I'm driving in my car and I'm thinking about that. I'm not even listening to it. It just popped in my head and I'm like, I want to just literally go calmly. Sam, let me ask you a question, Sam. Yeah. How many answers are there to what does one plus one equal? How many answers are there? There's only one answer. Okay, there's only one answer. How many wrong answers are there to that question? A lot of wrong answers. An infinite number, you'd say, right? Yeah. Okay. So you would say that... (laughs) How ridiculous that is. You would agree with me that something something having an objectively true answer has no connection with the amount of wrong answers that it can have. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By definition, yeah. if there is an ob- something that is objectively true, there are an infinite possibility. I'm sitting in yeah. Andrew's living room right now. Yeah. That's the one right answer of where I'm sitting. 
That means that there are an infinite number of answers that would be not that where would you're be sitting. not where I'm sitting. So yeah. to just say, I'm going to take it one step further, say you're not even sitting there. Well, that doesn't that the yeah. So. <laughs> dude, my favorite. Uh, Sorry, Sam, I cut you off. But Sam Harris, dude, his arguments are not what like people think he's like. They're this, so silly. But the, the the new atheism movement is dying anyway. Now it's like more like New Ageism and dude, you're so right. and stuff like it's that. That's like, that's the new right. Like, it's. Uh, dude, honestly, what I see on TikTok, it's so crazy. When I, when I scroll through my, through my TikTok is I see pastors, like black pastors, like preaching and praising God and fortune tellers. That is what I see when I, when I go through my TikTok. When, when I see my lives, it's like, it's, like, it's like video, 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 live of a pastor praising God. Live, yeah. live, live. Uh, uh, video, video, video. And then a live video of somebody doing a fortune reading, fortune telling. It's all. I think people are. Just to be clear, you're saying the pastor is the black pastor is is the, the orthodox one, like praising God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm saying you're it's not like, connecting them with the with the fortune teller or the or the. No, 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 no. I'm saying they're opposites. The yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's yeah. there's like yeah a, a, a satanic fortune teller. And there's a pat like, dude, it's all in your TikTok feed yeah. that you go through. It's like a motivational clip of a sermon or something like that. And yeah, like- yeah. Or, or, or like, but, but back to your point, nobody, it's kind of like people realize atheism is not, doesn't bring life. It's not cool. Yeah. It's not interesting. It's, it doesn't make it's, you. It's, uh, it's, uh, I don't want to use the term, but it's, a lot of it is intellectual. It's, it's, yeah. it's intellectual self-stimulation. That's yeah. what it yeah. is. Um, here's the thing. You, so, here's the thing, bro. If someone wants to honestly say, hey, I don't see evidence that to me justifies the, the truth claim that you Christians are making, let's hash that out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fair, yeah. dude. Yeah. Paul literally said they, they examine the scripture. I mean, that's half of Acts, man. Paul, they examined the scriptures yeah. to see, uh, you know, whether or not these were true. You know, they're hearing these yeah. stories about this man Yeshua, and then they're reading Isaiah and like all these, you know, these prophecies. Like, wait, yeah. was is this is this Yahweh? Yeah. So yeah. But my but my biggest my biggest problem though with Sam Harris is that he tries to he tries to build an objective morality that extends from evolution. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he tries to say he tries to say we can observe uh, the we can observe the evolutionary world um you know in the same way that wolves have morality and the same way that um uh the, 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 the same way that every animal has morality. Oh, humans have morality too. There is there is a morality that works best for humans and that is how I arrive at my objective human morality. And to which I would ask Sam Harris who decides? Exactly. That's Native Americans, dude, dude, there is a much richer history of killing every other human, dominating and enslaving. <laughs> right. Look, dominating and enslaving humans works way better. Yeah, it's not like we've been super, <laughs> as, as a species and a, and a race, when I say race, I mean the human race. It's not like right. we've it's not like we've been, on the same. been all about the, <laughs> right. the flourishing of the human race. That's the opposite. And right, honestly, right, right, right. I don't even think, spe- like, as much as species reproduce, yeah, they kill each other all the time. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Again, and again, who's let, to say we shouldn't kill each other? Let's say that that's not even true, though. Let's yeah. say let's say that every species on the planet knows that it needs to flourish. Mm-hmm. No species, which is not true, but mm-hmm. let's say that every let's say that the human race and every other species has an inherent will to survive. Because I would say that a species yeah. does yeah. an organism has an inherent will to, to reproduce and continue life. Mm-hmm. 
what makes that morally right? Right. You can say it's efficient or it is the nature of things. What makes it morally right, Sam Harris? Right. Because you could argue trees, in order for trees to grow, some have to be killed. You could argue for societies to grow, people have to be killed. But even if they you did know? it, what makes them surviving morally right? Uh, like, let's give them every single, let's award right. them every single point. You still can't tell me, William Lane Craig, when he debated Sam Harris, basically said this. He's like, hmm. you still can't tell me why or what makes it objectively right. Yeah. Let's grant you that yeah. every species has a, an, an inherent will, yeah. morality, to continue evolution and continue to grow. Okay, mm -hmm. let's agree with that. How does that mean that it's morally right? Yeah. Oh, and he always comes back to that. And Sam Harris, you cuts to Sam Harris, and he's like, everyone knows. We all know. And it's like, no, dude, we don't all know. That's The argument that efficiency equals morality is... Is ridiculous. Yeah. The Germans were very efficient in what they did. Chattel yeah. slavery in the slave trade was in the transatlantic slave trade was extremely yeah. efficient. Yeah, Stalin it was worked. extremely efficient. It worked and it worked yeah. well in yeah, the sense well. of what the the objectives that they were trying to achieve were worked extremely well for the purposes they wanted to achieve. It was yeah. also horrific. Yeah, and 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 absolutely uh, uh, horrendous and horrible. So yeah. efficiency. Does not equal uh, 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 morality. Yeah. Christians are hypocrites. I agree. Next question. All right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, 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 so that's. Uh, we yeah. are, our answers don't have to be long. Yeah, no, that I agree. Um, that's a that, that's a much longer answer. But if you're just talking about here, here's the, here's the here's the, the most simple answer to that when it comes to objecting to the truth claim of Christianity, a person claiming to believe a truth and then not acting consistent with that truth mm -hmm. does not dismantle the truth of it itself. Mm. If well I, said. If I. If, if uh, as the great Jay Z said, even a garbage can gets a steak, a broken clocks, you know, <laughs> like if I say that the sky is blue and then I am a, a madman who is, you know, uh, running wild and saying that, you know, chickens are falling from the sky, I was still right about the sky being blue. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Me, me, the, the way that I act doesn't determine the truth claim that I make. Right. Whether or not it's true. Right. As, it says more about me than it does the truth claim. Right, particularly if you're not following it. Like like if a doctor exactly. if, if if a doctor has gone to med school, like like when it, when a doctor <laughs> is accused of malpractice, does that yeah, cause he's like us Does that make yeah. us question whenever a doctor commits malpractice, do we say I can't believe in medicine exactly. anymore? Exactly. Medicine I, I, isn't the real. The example that I use at work a lot is so I sell advertising on the phone. Mm -hmm. Um I have the skills, the skill set to where I literally I've been trained for years, been there almost 6 years where I could I could with my laptop and just get on tour. I would never do this mm -hmm. if anybody's listening. 
I could get on tour. I could get on like a browser. I could start cold calling old ladies. And I have the skill set to be able to, not everyone, but ultimately get, I've learned and been trained to extract credit cards from people oh, by dang. cold calling them. Again, yeah. not every single one, obviously, but I've learned to do it enough to where I can get thousands of dollars and scam people if I wanted to. I would yeah. never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But if I started doing that, you couldn't say, see, telemarketing is evil. Telemarketing is not true. Uh, or those skills right, are not right, true. Right. No, I used it, and I didn't act consistently with the ethics that it provided. Right, yeah, that's good. Dude, my, okay, my favorite Christian, Christians are hypocrites response. To go back to Tim, Tim always says, if we simply had a recorder around your neck for your entire life, which recorded every time you said you shouldn't do that, and then at the end of your life, we took the recorder off and we played it back for you. He's saying, Tim says, not even God's law would condemn you. Your own statements would condemn you. Yeah. Um, and so Christians are hypocrites. Yes, you're a huge hypocrite too. Every single person is a hypocrite. Come join us. And the Bible, guys, the Bible makes it clear that we're hypocrites. That's not, yeah. that's not, in, in, in to some degree, obviously, it's not condoning us being hypocrites yeah. or excusing it, but in the sense that, like, the whole point of Christianity, and again, the church has to take some accountability and some blame historically for carrying itself as holier than thou. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, uh, the, the the Bible the Bible doesn't make any character in the Bible look divine oh. other than Jesus. That's yeah. It yeah. Made, like, dude, the fathers of our faith yeah. were 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 not quote unquote good men mm -hmm. it, when it, or perfect men by any means. They, yeah. A lot of them were, were like, dude, Abraham mm -hmm. let his wife essentially sold out his wife. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hypocrisy is not limited. Pe people like to act. See, see, I think here's the, the trap we get into with Christianity is because Christians say, oh, this is right, and then we obviously don't follow it. And, and, and sometimes atheists or secular people, they don't put forward a standard or, or they don't explicitly put forward a standard in the way that Christians do. But it's like they're still hypocrites because they still put forth a standard. Yeah. Dude, look on social media. If you, if you think about social media that way, everyone is always making truth claims and judging people for something. Right. Whether, it's, whether it's bullying or not accepting gay people or not. Everyone is saying, this is true. I can't believe how many people don't agree with this. And it's – so we're all hypocrites by whatever weird truth yeah. claim. Yeah, and again, have. I want to be clear, like – Christians historically have not done in many ways the, uh, a great job of exemplifying mm. Christ. Mahatma oh, Gandhi yeah. said, uh, yeah. I love their Christ. I don't like their Christians, which is a very simplistic statement. You're but still going to hell, Mahatma. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my boy at work a couple years back, after I got saved, he told me this joke. He was like, imagine when Gandhi, he dies, right? <laughs> and he gets up there. And Jesus is like, or God's like, well, first off, man, like, dude, you did, you saved, or like, you helped India do this. You were so blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Congrats on all that, man. That really was, that was really beautiful. And God goes, was that one thing, though? <laughs> 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 Connie's like, okay, cool, let's get it started. And then God's like, yeah, it was that one thing, though. <laughs> uh, 
Can I, I just real quick, real I, quick? I'm sorry. Pause it real quick. I, I apologize. It's important to say that what I think a lot of non-Christians don't understand, what they really don't understand, is 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 and not to be whatever. It's the gospel. It's that, bro. You'd be surprised how many people think that being a Christian, like, and that's what I love about Keller is that he's always talking about the gospel. You'd be surprised how many people just uh, literally yeah. don't think that Christianity, like, don't understand. Forget Christian. They mm-hmm. don't understand the fundamental truth of the gospel of mm-hmm. what that is of mm-hmm. the Creator mm-hmm. becoming flesh, yeah, and taking on the accountability and paying for these sins. Right. They don't understand that. Now they again, some version t- of they think it's some version of trying your best or, or like doing hundred percent. They think yeah. it's being a good yeah. person. All these things, like again, like one uh, like a very wise man told me, they look at Romans and they want to do Romans eleven through sixteen to try to get to Romans five through through six. Or what, Romans, what does that mean? And other, so Romans basically is laid out where in the beginning he obviously states the problem, and then in four, five, and six or, or whatever he states what Jesus has done to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. And then later in 11 through 16 is how to live from that because of that. Mm-hmm. Now that your now that Christ, your husband has done this for you, mm-hmm. how to be a good bride to him. Uh, Not to get to him. You're already in him, but this is how you respond right, to what's right, already been done. Right, That's right. the gospel. Right. What a lot of people from the outside and a lot of people, unfortunately, that are newer to faith or just have not been fed... Uh, uh, mature understanding of what this is, of what the gospel is, they view it like, okay, do not conform to the pattern of this world, do not blah, blah, blah. They view that as that's their starting point. It's right. not, right. I, I'm fallen, Jesus has mm. done this, therefore I'm going to respond like this to him. Mm. It's, I need to do 12 through 16 in order to get back to that. It's, yeah, that's in order good. To, in order to get to Jesus, in order to receive that. Right, it's it's like it's like uh, Moses, or rather, God saved His people through Moses in the desert, and then He gave them the law. Ooh. You know, or somebody yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, come yeah, up with yeah, that. Yeah. Somebody no, else no, no, came no, up totally. with that. That's great. But like He saved them, and then He gave them the law. He didn't say follow the law, and if you follow it good enough, then you'll be My people one day. Point. He said, "You're My people. Right. I saved you. You are saved. And it's that's done. Totally. It's finished." Now here's the law. And that's not to get greasy grace in the sense that the, the matter, and I've lately really like been like dwelling on like, even aside from salvation, mm-hmm. dude, your works and your decisions, I'm coming to, I feel like the Lord's really put it on my heart. Like they echo in eternity, even if you're saved. Like, yeah. like, like God is very, 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 it's very important to him what you do. The Bible, I think that's clear in the Bible. And it's yeah, again, it's yeah. where people get it messed up is making it a salvation issue. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saved through Christ alone, through faith alone. A fruit of that faith would be how you choose to respond to that saving and to that gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do think mm-hmm. that, like, I love uh, Louis said one time, he was like, your father, if you're saved, your father has reserved the room for you. The house, it's yours, mm-hmm. but it's your job to furnish it, dude. I love that because mm-hmm. the Bible's clear on rewards in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, uh, it's also clear about someone making it to heaven, but mm-hmm. only through the fire. Like, in other words, like, yeah, <laughs> right, you were right, saved, right, right. but yeah. like, 
literally barely yeah by the skin of your teeth like the guy next to jesus on the cross yeah but he what still says sinner. it's paradise no i'm just kidding <laughs> dude my brother said uh my brother is a pastor and one time he said uh the, the, the gospel is not opposed to effort it's opposed to earning yeah he that's dallas willard but that's great oh dallas Ward yeah. said it. okay that's great I can't believe in a God that all these Trump supporters believe in. Again, that kind of just ties in with the other one. If you want to examine inconsistencies in people who claim to follow Jesus and someone that they support being, as you view, antithetical to Jesus, and I I wouldn't necessarily disagree on that with Trump, uh or a lot of Democrats and Republicans, but if you want to uh, claim that, that's a fair conversation to have. That, again, has nothing to do with the truth claim about Jesus himself or God himself. Hmm. You're saying... If somebody who supports Putin or Hitler says that they're a Christian, right? once again, they can say anything they want. Right. That has nothing to do with Jesus himself. Right. Let's look at Jesus' claims and examine them. Many, many, many will say, Lord, Lord, we, did we not do this in your name? And he'll say, depart from me, for I don't know you. Next one. Wait, did you want to touch on it? No, 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 that was good. I think the Bible has some good advice in it, but it's not inerrant, inerrant and it's not perfect. Okay. How do you choose? Or, or the Bible, I think the Bible has mistakes. You want me to do that one? Okay, so... I so I guess um, it's a hard one too sometimes. Yeah, so I I think that the thing is when people we start talking about biblical literalism, and biblical literalism is defined as the belief that everything that the Bible affirms is true, and biblical literalism is very very. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was saving <laughs> we're just doing it. Sound I was saving it. I was today. saving it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Biblical literalism is the belief that everything the Bible affirms is true. So we say it that way because there are small errors in the text of the Old Testament and the New Testament that we are able to track because it's like, what do we have, like 50,000 documents that, or or, or there's like 3,000 papyrus from the original New Testament. 5,600. 5,600 papyrus from the original New Testament. More than any other ancient manuscript by far. By far. Far. By loads. Just wanted to throw that in. Yeah, and so we're actually able. But we to don't track... question Alexander the Great or Julius Caesar or any of those. Other right, right, right. Things. Only I, the, the gospel. You know, I didn't see the Civil War, so I can't know that it happened. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, but basically, the thing is, we're able to track those scribist errors through all of those because there's a there's a cornucopia of manuscripts. We're able to track those errors, and so. When, when you say inerrancy, sometimes it's good to tell people the caveat, it's inerrant in the original autographs, which is to say, we know where the mistakes are. We know where the errors are. We know the I and the E and the few. There, there are things in the New or Testament. Or even like are, the woman at the well, or yeah. not the woman at the well, uh, uh, the, the woman caught in adultery. Like most yeah. of your Bibles now will <clears> say <throat> things like, uh, we're not sure if these are in the original manuscripts, yeah. the ending of Mark, et cetera, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Biblical scholars are super clear, like, we don't know if this was in the Bible, this was a tiny little mistake, this was a tiny little mistake. Which, by the way, is the opposite of how Muslims, in all due respect to Muslims, is opposite of how they treat the Quran. They don't even believe that 
Oh, I didn't know that. The Quran, bro, they don't even think that the Quran, unless you read it in uh, 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 Arabic or whatever it's, uh, excuse me if I'm not getting it, uh, they don't believe if you read it in whatever it's written in, the, the original language, you're not really reading the Quran. That's kind of like Catholics with, with Latin. Or, huh? They think no. Latin has some type of like... Oh, no, no. Like don't you remember? Dude, dude, that was the whole reason for why the Bible couldn't be translated into English in the Middle Ages what? was because they said, oh, no, you have to read it in the original language, which is Latin. <laughs> which, <it's> not... <laughs> <laughs> which is not the original language. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Dude, all you have to do... All you isn't have the to... Latin Vulgate like one of the worst? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, and like and like guys, by the way, uh freaking uh, freaking Tyndale, Tyndale, shout out to your boy Tyndale. He knew Latin, Greek, like linear Greek A, linear Greek B. Uh uh Tyndale knew every single freaking language from here to the original text itself. Yeah. And th- these were the Bible translators. These like people act like and, and we'll get to this in a second, but this, these objections that like, oh, the Bible was changed or like there's mistakes in it. Like right. let, my favorite response is let's talk about a mistake. What mistakes have you found? You know, the whole. Uh, yeah. So the, the, the question, what the question is really getting at is, is the Bible that we read today, mm-hmm. is it? What uh, the Greek word would theonustas? Is it God breathed? Is it the mm-hmm. word mm-hmm. of the Creator? Is it the mm-hmm. word of God? Is it true? Has it been manipulated? Uh, this is something that I definitely uh, have wrestled with in the past, um, and still uh, wondering, have questions about. Uh, however, one thing people uh, like ninety nine percent of uh, non Christians that you're going to find who made this objection, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> It is this video of I told you about this before. Doug Wilson watching Joe Rogan, and I like Joe Rogan, but they're like, "Why?" I love his podcast, rather, Uh, and he's cool, whatever. But like his podcast is, uh, I Joe Rogan, but he's like, for a guy. Side note: for a guy like Rogan, who is so curious, who is so uh, in a good way open to like, he's so challenging views. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, like he. He's very layman in every man. But I mean, what yeah. I'm saying is that for a guy who is so open and uh, non-lacadelic uh, simulations, bro, he is the most dismissive on Christianity ever. He literally is a... Is oh, a, no curiosity. None. That's why, that's why it's awesome that Jordan Peterson goes in there and he's like right. telling him like, oh yeah, by the way, you know that the Bible... And Jordan Peterson's not a Christian, but he's like, you know, by the way, that the Bible is like... Uh, the, the, not Corrupted. Just, not just, no, he says, Jordan Peterson, no, no, Jordan Peterson, you should watch this video. He goes in on a joke, it was like two months ago. Mm-hmm. He goes on and he's like, the Bible's, it's not that the Bible's true, it's the basis for all truth in and of itself for the entire civilization. That Peterson we, said that? Peterson said that. <laughs> James White, Douglas Wilson yeah. were all like, yo, yeah. like, and again, like, even Douglas Wilson said, uh, like, Jesus, you are not far from the kingdom. Like, bro, yeah. like, yeah. And Rogan, you can tell, is listening. Dude, Peterson literally points to a, uh, uh, what do they call it, a typology or whatever, mm-hmm, like uh, mm-hmm. how uh, the snake, Peterson found it. Again, even though he's not a Christian, yeah, he found and pointed out to Rogan how the snake being lifted up in the wilderness is an embodiment or a prophecy or a picture of Christ being lifted up and receiving and us looking upon him 
Dude, Jesus says that. I know, but yeah, the fact yeah. that Peterson said that on the yeah. Joe Rogan yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. and Peterson, yeah. who's not, who doesn't, hasn't, you know, claimed the Lord like that. Uh, but all that to say, <laughs> Douglas Wilson has a video where he's watching. Uh, I don't agree with Douglas Wilson on everything, but he has this video where he's watching. And he, Douglas Wilson's funny. He's watching Joe Rogan talk about the Bible, <laughs> and Rogan's <laughs> so mad, and he's like. The oh. fucking Bible. It, he's like, it, it was put together by a bishop and a and 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 a and a and a, and a, and a, a, a bishop and a uh, what do you say? Uh, and a, a, a Constantine pope. and a bishop. Or something like that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. And Douglas Wilson just starts like giggling and shouting. Like, all that to say, like, so many bro, the Da Vinci Code. And I don't know if you ever saw the Zeitgeist documentary, but yeah. so many people yeah. buy into this idea that like. In like 300 AD, like a bunch of bishops just got around <laughs> in a coliseum, and we're just like, "How can we control? How can we control the masses, bro? How can we control no. the masses?" And look, look, look. That's not to say <laughs> everyone knows that. That's not to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gotta watch the video. Douglas. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh. <laughs> That's not dude, dude, one of one of my favorite TikTokers recently. Oh. <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite apologists. One of my favorite apologists. <laughs> One of my favorite apologist TikTokers recently said, um, <laughs> here's the boom. Um, one of my favorite apologist TikTokers went on recently and said, hey guys, just wanted to let y'all know the Bible was created to control the masses. That's all. <laughs> he was a Christian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was like, he was like, guys, I give up. Uh, you know what? You're right. The Bible was created to control the masses. Yeah. Uh, no, but Rogan said it was written by uh, Constantine and a bishop. And then he goes, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. So when yeah, people say so good. the question was initially about inerrancy, mm -hmm. very, very few people. First of all, that's categorically not true. There, the, the People have to remember, before even, and I'm not saying that... Um, uh, I'm not taken away from the, the the Bible being inerrant at all. Before uh, the before the manuscripts or any of that, though, uh, what you have is a people group of Jews in ancient Rome mm -hmm. who are telling stories about uh, a man who. All virtually all scholars, Christian and atheists, agreed existed historic. There, yeah. like you can go on Wikipedia, which is far yeah. from a Christian website right now. Yeah, and the historicity of Jesus. I've done this. Like, I, yeah. And what you'll find is this: virtually all Scott, and I, I know the quote by heart because it gave it helped me with my faith. Honestly, mm -hmm. in the beginning, virtually all scholars of antiquity, meaning ancient times, mm -hmm. believe three things for fact. Whether they believe in the resurrection or that the, the gospels were fabricated and to, to to make it seem like it wasn't, all scholars agree on three things: Jesus existed historically, mm -hmm. 
who there was a there was a rabbi in uh, uh, in ancient Rome in first century Judea that he was baptized in the Jordan River, mm-hmm. that he performed miracles, and that he was crucified at the hands of Pontius Pilate. No scholars that are taken seriously deny those three things. That he existed. That he existed. That he was baptized and performed miracles, and that he was crucified. The cruci- there was a, there's one scholar, a New Testament scholar who's not a believer, and he he, he says he has a quote. Well, are, are you saying are you saying that people in antiquity all believe that, or people today? Scholars today are saying that like that's well, surely not, every scholar today doesn't that's say, what it, doesn't believe in the miracle part. Okay, maybe it wasn't before miracles. I think the biggest one were though that the crucifixion of Jesus at the hands of Pontius Pilate uh, is like Document, not even yeah. debated. Yeah, like, it's not even debated. Um, so all that to say, like, uh, what you have is a bunch of early. Christians going to their deaths, yeah. claiming or early Jews, uh, uh, Messianic Jews going to their death, claiming that they believe that this man was like had rose from the dead. Yeah. Then you have these texts start to pop up that are documenting those stories that they're claiming. Mm-hmm. Then two, three hundred years later, you have the councils come about, and they're trying these theologians and these bishops, mm-hmm. etc., mm-hmm. are trying to. I think bishops. But these, 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 the church, the early church, is trying to see what matches up with the gospel and the story itself. Mm-hmm. That's what you have. Yeah, yeah. They're getting into the finer theological points, like the Trinity. We get, we get clarification and, and kind of agreement on, on the Trinity. Dis- exactly. And it started basically with we have to uh, decide who Jesus is. Right. The, 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 the great question I like to ask with um, this whole... Uh, 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 Christianity was created to uh, get control of people is why did the people who create it not to get to reap any of the benefits of it? Right. You know, and also um, the, the, the thing Josh McDowell says that I always like is you're creating a situation where these people didn't just die for something they knew to be true. Right. They would have had to die for something they knew to be false. And I'm sorry, dude. And not just false, but something that was literally <laughs> so antithetical to what they grew up as Jews believing yeah. what the Messiah would look like. Yeah. You're talking about Jewish men and women, but specifically Jewish men who grew up reciting the Shema, the Lord our God, the Lord our God is one, or, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, you know, all that, knowing the Hebrew scriptures, mm-hmm. knowing the Torah through and through, like, I learned in a New Testament class that literally like at five or six Jewish boys could like recite the whole Torah. Jeez. Yeah, bro. Like nuts. Like, because think about it. They weren't learning. Like that's all they were learning almost. You know what I mean? Essentially mm-hmm, is that. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um, and or, uh, or in, uh, oratorily, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. a word, but it, they would recite it like that. So, uh, you had, you would have literally had boys who grew up like that walked with a man who mm-hmm. claimed to be the son of God, right? died, and right. let's say that he didn't rise, they made up a story, or they got so delusionally bought into the story right. that they went to a crucified... Because every other time in the history when a fake Messiah would pop up, mm-hmm. the movement would just disband. And it's even right. said in Acts where the, where the Pharisee or the Sadducee is like, if this isn't from God, then it'll fizzle out like every other every other fake Messiah movement that we've seen in two hundred years. Right. But if this is from God, you're gonna find yourself fighting God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like there, there. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But regardless, the idea that uh, uh, that that uh, the Bible is inerrant, 
honestly do the work of like researching the mm-hmm. history of the scrolls, mm-hmm. the the papyruses, and how many, and 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 also be intellectually honest and put it up against uh, um, uh, every other manuscript or every other ancient uh, document of everything. Because if you're going to say that the Bible and the Gospels and the and the New Testament letters are uh, forged and all this. Well, then we have to take into account everything about Julius Caesar, mm-hmm. everything about right. Buddha, right. everything about everything else. Right. Same ideas. They would look back at those poor monkey people with the bananas, and they go, those fucking dummies, they didn't even know houses yet. We will one day look back at 2015... Like, what a bunch of fools. What a bunch of ridiculous people that were still, they, they have this incredibly complicated society and this wonderful access to information, but yet they were still shackled down by ideology and killing each other over religion and ancient superstitions that, that dictated their behavior. Killing each other over religion, I. So, um, in, the, in the whole court, let's pick up. I thought it was going to be the part where he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Um, anyway, another thing Tim always says that I always, or, or two, two other objections that I often hear when it comes to the New Testament is people say, how could you write, how could the events that took place be written like 40 years or whatever after it happened? And the analogy I always like to give is like, oh yeah, there's no one alive today that could tell the story of, of the Gulf War. When, when, when Bush was around. Right. It's like, of course, every, every, everyone is, dude, everyone is almost. Look at the books on your shelf. Half of them are probably be written about things that took place. Well, yeah, yeah. Centuries. Well, yeah, because it was, ago. but it was oral, um, you know, oral in the New Testament. But it's like, there's still plenty of people alive that can tell the story of World War II. And that was like 60, 70, 80 years ago now, or right. 70 years ago now. And so it's like, Yes, the the first the first recorded text of the New Testament happened, you know, thirty years after the events of it. But it's because it's like, dude, it's like it's like you know, if things are going down at passion here and a bunch of people are getting right. saved, nobody is thinking at the time. Oh, we need to write this down. It's not until after it happens when it's like, oh, hey, we should write down all this stuff that's happening. Right. You know, in 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 the heat of it when it's happening, nobody's thinking to write it down. Yeah, no, anyway. totally. Anyway, you have a clip you were you, are you showing or I don't know if it's the. I'll find it eventually. We'll, but anyway. we'll link to it. We'll link to it on the. Uh, we'll link to it on the thing. Let me let me find another good objection. Boring. <laughs> the word homosexual wasn't even in the Bible. It was added 150 years ago. Therefore, the Bible couldn't be condemning it because the original word was never there. So with this, I want to be... Uh, Have you I, heard this argument before? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very progressive, popular and progressive, progressive Christian circles uh, yeah. in these times. Um, I want to be very... Um, I do think that in, in, in answers like this, uh, Christians, I want to say Christians, have historically um, been very, uh, have not given the best apologia and the best with gentleness and with really truly trying to like actually explain Mm -hmm. a biblical case for that to a person that, that that claims to be, or that, that, you know, that that, a gay person, whatever you want to call it. Like, um, 
it's more so been like, well, that it's like weird or it's like, well, that sin, you know, is kind of over. Like, it's like, well, yeah, you may yeah. just need God to heal you of that or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like <clears throat> a grosser sin than other exactly, sins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's real important to remember that homosexuality is just as wrong as me sleeping with somebody before or I'm watching married. porn or watching porn. Right. Those are equally filthy. I should be as Amen. disgusted at homosexuality as I am disgusted at myself for looking at porn or at myself for sleeping with a woman yeah. before marriage. What the, what they're going to what the response to someone who is affirming though is obviously going to say is that like, well, uh that doesn't hurt anyone me doing that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right, but why is that the yeah, it, right. why is that the But here's the thing. So, to answer it biblically though. Um The fact that there is not a specific word for homosexuality does not change the fact that A, the Genesis account tells us that God created male and female, mm -hmm. and then he gave a full description of the fundamentals of marriage. A man shall leave his wife, or sorry. <laughs> wow. Oops, that slipped out. No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a man shall leave his mother and father, and he will cling to one woman. Yeah. Okay? So that's, that's the original foundational representation of what marriage looks like in the Bible, what, what a godly, what a God-centered marriage is. Uh. As far as the homosexuality word, Romans 1 is clear. It doesn't just say homosexual. It doesn't say homosexuals. It says, and you can pull it up, mm -hmm. but it says men created, men abandoned mm -hmm. passions for women and rather turned to each other and committed shameful acts with one another. Yeah. Likewise, women left men. It's very clear. So I don't know how someone, so if you want to argue that there's not a specific word for homosexuality mm -hmm. you're in Greek, you're right. Right. But that's not the biggest case that you can make it on. Paul is saying that uh, uh, men, uh, men, uh, men abandoned passions for women and, and allow, allowed their passions to be inflamed. I should just read the verse. Yeah, read yeah. It. yeah. I'll pull up another one. Yeah, I should probably just go to the Bible with stuff like that, you know? We just got to finish Acts, brother. Get back in the word, brother. Get back in the word. All right, Romans 1. I'm bad. I get it. I'm just playing. All right. <laughs> All right. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their errors. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Yeah. So Paul is clearly saying... That's wrong. Yeah. And he's also, again, Jesus affirms Sodom and Gomorrah and the mm -hmm. destruction of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Not to get whatever, but do you, you know where the term sodomy comes from, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we know, we know what was going on over there. And a, a lot of progressive Christians will try to be like, well, no, there's a lot of shop. It's like, that's not in the word, man. Right. 
Yeah, it's still it's still the problem is throughout the New Testament there was still an understanding of men having sex with men. So like when you go to First Timothy, it says, "Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men." Uh, what is that? What is that on? Um, that's First Timothy one ten. Oh, really? sorry, sorry, sorry. First Corinthians six nine through ten. Uh, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Like, guys, this is a this is similar to the definition. This is what somebody like people like to parrot this on TikTok and say, "Oh, only in the last 150 years did people believe that you could read do a plain text reading of the Bible." And it's like, no, that's a silly argument because. The Bible does plain text readings of itself, and it says, and the Bible itself says that it is understandable and can be understood. Right, and if you ever truly <clears throat> want to know something for real, instead of just like letting TikTok or Facebook or Instagram or some some documentary on YouTube by some deconstructionist uh, determine how you feel about the Bible, <clears throat> get Bible Hub or just look up the yeah. Greek, and you'll find what was written initially, and then yeah. you can bypass all of. All white people, all capitalists, all imperialists, Western right. American translation. You can go straight to Greek Mediterranean people who wrote this yeah. and say... Let's uh, go straight to the Greek. Uh, or or yeah. Jews and say, uh, uh, let's see, sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers. Um, so the word is... Arsenokoitai. Yeah. What 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 they're what they're essentially saying is there's no there's they're saying oh no there's no word for a loving sec, uh, homosexual relationship right. but there was a word for a home there was word for homosexual sex and so guys but like you know you know what that's like doing says arsenokoites is a sodomite right yeah it's like it, it's it's like saying a user that defiles self with mankind dude it's it's like me making up some weird sinful thing that I'm into like like uh. Like, like, whatever weird thing that I could be into, and then being like, oh, well, the Bible doesn't specifically say it's wrong. So, like, and it's like, dude, well, is that within the heart? You know, is it, does that fit in the heart of um, scripture and, and with the flow of scripture? All right, let me just. So just so you know, Arsenicotite one means one who lies with a male as with a female. Yeah. Go on to the next one because we got another big one. How could <laughs> are you laughing at this joke? <laughs> Daddy can't pull up this website that's an igthus with a rainbow flag inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> Adios mio. Um I, I get here's ahead. the next question. Yeah, yeah, uh ahead. how could a good guy and this and this we got we're guys, we're closing it down. We got two more quick ones, which are like the biggest ones ever. How could a good God send people to hell? Oh. Easy one. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, the problem of hell. Uh, what, why, why, would a good, why would a good God send people to suffer eternally in hell? God doesn't send anyone to hell. Mm. They shouldn't know this plan. Uh, C.S. Lewis uh, basically says that, but um, this kind of goes back to the moral argument. Mm -hmm. First of all, reframing it in the sense of that, like, true Christianity... Jesus is union with God, mm -hmm. knowing God. I think that, mm -hmm. but that that's what a lot of people, even Christians, could get, we can move into maturity on is that 
I think better than going looking. We especially, I think, uh, in the West, um, we view things very. And a lot of this is based on Greek philosophy. We view things very literally and very in the sense of like spatial and determinative in the sense of like, okay, I'm either in heaven and that's good, or I'm in hell and that's bad. And not to say that that's not true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. However, I think that a, a much greater context in the original context would be, I know God, therefore I am with God, where eternal life and joy and abundance and just life period mm-hmm. is only found in him. Yeah. And I, I personally know him. Yeah. Therefore I am in him. Yeah. I am in relation to him or I'm not. Yeah. Being that only good is found in God. Yeah. Only life is found in God. Yeah. Without him, without knowing him mm-hmm. through Jesus. I have nothing. I'm yeah. eternally isolated. I am yeah. it's terrifying to even think about. Like I am completely cut off. Like Yeah. Um now, again, a, a reformed or somebody like you know might say, well, you don't also can't talk about the the justice of God. Uh, you know, hell is punishment. Okay, I think that like the the punishment is isolation from not being able to partake in in God. Like I think yeah. that, like so in the sense that, like, our earth is common grace. 100%. Like, 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 we we like, don't even realize Like, it. we're enjoying a gift of oh, God gosh. right now, an and you're going to be separated from it one day w- just without him. Just being able him. to sit here and breathe and just, like... Is a gift. Is a gift. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's because he, we, dwell, we dwell within a, uh, a dual yeah. kind of realm, if you will. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Dude, I think I think we have an issue with hell. Like, okay, I I can, I can almost if if you put your if you drop yourself into America, right? Drop yourself into an ugly mall or a shopping center where you just buy everything, and everything is kind of about our comfort, you know, and, and our safety. Like, we have insurance, we have cars, we want our kids to grow up well. Like, society itself is we're about soft. we're soft. Yeah, society totally. itself is about taking care of us. Do you think it is suspicious at all that we are the first society to really have an issue with the idea of hell? Yeah, totally. You know, that, that's that's the thing about that's that's what's funny about the free market and capitalism and abundance, which I'm all for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to suffer. Yeah, I don't want to be a farmer. Like yeah. John Mark Comer was talking about how, like, pre 1900, like yeah. it wasn't like. I wonder what I want to be. When I, I wonder what up. I would have be. <laughs> no, it's, what does my dad do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess. So. Oh, his yeah. last name's Smith. I guess I'm a blacksmith. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, and and like, yeah. I think something like eighty five percent of occupations were farming or agriculture mm-hmm. for like a, for thousands of years mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's how you fed yourself. So yeah, it's like yeah. we we live in a very post enlightenment, post Marxian mm-hmm. even idea of the deepest desire for fulfillment coming from individual self meaning. Mm-hmm. Now I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too philosophical, but I want to mm-hmm. be clear that like, I think God planted that desire in us for a good reason mm-hmm. because he made he, God made all his children individually, completely uniquely them, but it's for his purposes. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, all that to say, yeah, like we have completely, 
abandoned idea to bring it to Keller. Keller talks about how like uh, white Western individualism, white Western, indivi- <laughs> but also in the sense that like people will uh, like, okay, so white liberals, like a mm-hmm. white uh, agnostic mm-hmm. or uh, atheist, they'll have no problem. He was talking about how African Christianity, like uh, they, their problem is not like convincing them that there's a spiritual realm. Ah. They have like that inherently known, and they're in like, touch with themselves and nature enough that they know yeah, that there is. Yeah, and it's is. like, of yeah. course yeah. there is. What do you like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Convincing them that it's Jesus is the, yeah. Is, is, Only is, is dry, the idiotic white people think that there's not a <laughs> spiritual realm. Basically, <laughs> like, but he's talking about how like these secular Western mm-hmm. white, you know, mm-hmm. mainly mm-hmm. like intellectuals, liberal, yeah. you know, elite intellectuals. Yeah, they want to celebrate the ethnicity or the african or the or the uh the 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 culture of like you know oh you got these colors on your jacket or like blah 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 or like that that's cool like we celebrate that but not your spirituality though ah uh, that's what you got to get rid diversity, of diversity diversity exactly. is great diversity is great as long as we're not talking about spirituality anything that's unsecular or anything mm, that's not mm-hmm. sophisticated exactly yeah that's good so that's an important point to make is that it's it's an extreme. We have to realize that in the secular age we live in, it's an extremely new thing mm-hmm. to even have a problem with the idea of, of there being yeah. uh, 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 moral uh, justice at the end of life. Now, yeah. I will say to that, just because an idea is new in the last hundred years doesn't make it wrong. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like you know, Judeo-Christian values are just now in the last few hundred years becoming like governmental like practices that we actually like. So like capital, uh, like Adam Smith writing the wealth of nations and capitalism and free markets becoming, mm-hmm. that's a newer idea in the span of history. And I like that idea. So I'm not yeah. saying that because an idea yeah. is new. So let's talk about the idea itself. Why would God send someone to hell? What do you think? Um, it's, it's, I think, I think, you know, if you look at Romans, God presents the evidence to everyone and, um, we, th- this life is a, God is a gentleman in the sense that he doesn't want to force anybody to do anything. So look, God could appear in the heavens right now and say, Hey, everybody believe in me and I'm going to send you to hell. Everyone on earth would believe in him at that point. Why? Out of fear. The only way for God to have a real relationship with us is for him to be invisible and us freely choose him and us freely choose him. And it's, and it's, what is my, has, what has, my entire relationship with God, my whole life been based on. It's based on feelings, intuition, this sense that like there was someone on the other side of the page of Faith. the Bible speaking to me. Yeah, but it's like, but I've had real spiritual experiences. No, I know, but that's, yeah. that, but but it still rests on faith though. Oh yeah, exactly, faith. Yeah. And so God, th- this life is a trial and God is choosing, it's like, it's like he's choosing who is going to spend eternity with him and who's going to spend eternity separated from him. And this life is our opportunity to choose because I think everything that we do in this life, like you said, kind of echoes in eternity. That came from Gladiator, by the way. But I like it. <laughs> that is from he Gladiator. He was talking about like murdering the other tribe or warring, but like I, would, I use it for the Christian life. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Mark uh, 27. Uh, everything we do in this life echoes yeah. in eternity. John 30. <laughs> John 30. Um, but I think, I think this life is a test of where we're going to end up. And, um, and so I don't find, 
I, I guess I guess what I would say so so my whole response to the hell thing is to say I think it's a strange idea to us because we live in a very sanitized white Western culture and it actually isn't a strange idea. It's only a strange idea to us because we live in a very white individualistic post-enlightenment society. Also, you know what? And what this conversation's made me realize is that I need to be sharper on my answers to these things. Mm -hmm. I want them to be as concise as possible. Yeah. I don't want to, I have a tendency as anybody who's listening to this podcast or knows me to like wax on things and just keep going. I just enjoy conversations, but, um, when it comes to this stuff, like one thing I learned in sales is the and people are probably going to laugh when they hear me say this, but like, you know, it's funny on the phones, I'm actually pretty aware and good at over talking. That's one of the biggest things that a salesperson has to watch out for is like the product is blah, blah, blah. And it's this. And this is like, this is what it does. This is my concise answer. This is my direct answer. What would you like to do? Mm -hmm. Hey, what about this? Great question. This is what that does. Mm -hmm. Not, and also the blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, calm down, buddy. What do we do? How much does a car cost? It can cost this, but it can cost that if you do it this way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I want to have that same level mm. of efficiency and mm -hmm. smoothness and uh, concisity, if that's a word, with these answers. I'm honestly, when I Sell leave Sell somebody here, on the gospel. Sell them on the gospel. That's funny. Exactly. <laughs> Close people on Jesus. But when we leave here, or when I leave here, I'm going to go buy uh, tactics. And then, like, I'm going to, I'm literally going to Barnes and Nobles and look at some apologetic books. Um, Tactics is the main one because it's like a lot of these are very common things and they're like really well. I feel like the morality one is my best one. Like mm -hmm. I can pretty much answer that, but a lot of them, like I, I kind of like have to go a lot of places. But anyway, um, uh, we are uh, we are uh, a fallen race. God owes no one salvation. Yeah. God doesn't owe you a cross. He gave you a cross if you want to believe on it and take part in it. Uh, he didn't even have to do that. Yeah. So, uh, but, but last thing I'll say, when you say, I don't believe that a loving God would send people to hell, it, where did Hitler go? Mm. Play, role play with me. Where did Hitler go? Right. Hitler's definitely in hell. Why? Because he uh, killed a lot of people. He was a bad guy. Okay, so you've become the moral arbiter of who goes to hell then. Yeah, I think it's obvious Hitler went to hell. Okay, based off of the morality of what he did, right? Yeah. Yeah, then you go back to the morality, subjective morality, back and forth. Right, what's the standard for, for exactly. who goes to hell and who gets in? Okay, last question, people. Here we go, ready? You've just won five apologetic books. <laughs> the last question is, and I'm combining several things here. Essentially, why did God create evil and then have to save us from it? Wouldn't it be easier for God to not create Such evil? Such a great question. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier for God to not create evil at all? Because in, in, in the current universe... God allowed evil into the world such that we'd be tempted, such that we would have to fight it, and now people are going to hell because of evil. Why did God allow evil to exist yeah. in the universe at so, all? So, great question. And, 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 and just to be stated, that type of question 
is the type of question that somebody who truly wants to seek and find truth, whether it's Christian or whether they just want to find the truth, that's the kind of question that they ask. That is a legitimate question. Right, right. That's a, I mean, not to say that the other ones aren't legitimate objections. Any obje- right. You can make an objection to anything. Right. But that is, when you hear that, I ask that question. When you mm-hmm. hear that, mm-hmm. that's literally someone trying to understand. So it's important yeah. to like approach things. Like I would, I would almost mm-hmm. look at that as somebody, when somebody asks me that, I want to explain that to them versus like give them a rebuttal or... Right, right, yeah, yeah. You know, they're all an apology and answer, but anyway. Um, put simply, to provide the opportunity for real love. You kind of said it earlier. Mm. If God created us to where we had no choice but to choose him, mm-hmm. then that's not true love. Mm-hmm. Your wife, your marriage to your wife or your husband isn't special because you dropped a magic potion in their coffee and they can't leave you and they don't ever want to leave you and they love you, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You love your wife or your husband because they choose you. Mm. They choose you every day. They stay with you. They stick mm. with you through hard things. They trust in, in the ultimate, mm. uh, whatever the relationship. So in order to have a universe full of free will, yeah. libertarian, autonomous beings mm-hmm. that choose to love God, you have to create a space for them mm. to choose otherwise. Hmm. That's good. And we chose otherwise. That's good. Otherwise, you, it's he, God is a benevolent dictator. All, has sorry has always mm-hmm. been in love. Uh, and it we, it sounds weird to say with the Son and the Holy. It Spirit. sounds weird to say with Himself. But if you're God and you're yeah. perfect, not in a selfish like I see. We look at that and we're yeah. just like, I love myself. God is a perfect being. Yeah, His realization. And his awareness of himself is also a perfect thing, right? And that in itself, it like it's it's yeah, right. We we think of being in love with yourself as 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 God is actually able to do that because there's no sin. God's we, the we, only one able. We, to do that. Yeah, we can't do that because because of sin. Um, Real quick, but, I just want to read the C.S. Lewis quote: "Far as hell, there are only two kinds of people in the end: those who say to God, Thy will be done, and those to whom God says in the end." Let me let me let me let me. I will be done. Let, let me rephrase. Yeah, but let me rephrase it in a modern context for anybody who's like, I don't get that. The, the KJV, brother. <laughs> there are only two kinds of people in the end: those who say to God, "Your will be done," and those to whom God says in the end, "Your will be done." All that are in hell choose it. Without that self choice, there could be no hell. No soul that seriously and constantly desires joy will ever miss it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think and I think when you were talking about um, love, the, the love of another being at the center of the universe, it's like also the opposite is true. Is is you know to to when C.S. Lewis talks about hell in that book where everybody goes to hell, um, great divorce, and, and, yeah, the great Classic. divorce. It's about self, right? So it's like so I would say self is really about going to hell. Is really if if we fit this fit in this narrative of like. Love is at the center of God's universe and, and loving another and loving another requires another. And so I would say heaven has to be a community because God is a community because love has to find expression from another. And it kind of like makes you shudder to think that hell is aloneness wow. for eternity. Yeah, it's terrifying. Because it's alone. Because you You're not going to be in... Ju- There's not going to be comfort in the sense of like, well, I at least have him here with you. That's... Because you don't... Wow. Because 
but it's but it's like it's like God, dude. Sin is aloneness. It's it's you against the world. It's me against everyone. Yeah. Whereas the gospel it's the most is, separating, isolating thing. Ever. Yeah, and it's like yeah. the gospel is submitting to one another, submitting to God, submitting to others, <sighs> because you're being point, in man. community. And hell is aloneness for eternity, because hell is. Dude, this is where everyone goes in our selfishness is we always think that we're a big deal, right. we're the junk, we're the most important thing, and God is saying that and is a viewpoint totally. that, that takes you to hell ultimately. What's funny is like in your talking to – you're speaking to the ultimate original sin too, which it, which is the opposite of agape and selfless love, yeah. God, the cross, the trinity. Yeah. It's inward. I'm the boss. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. I have it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Last thing I was going to say real quick. Uh, it is interesting how uh, uh, one theory uh, or interpretation is that I always used to wonder why it's like when God's like the man, uh, don't let the – like something like the man, the, they, they can't eat of the tree of life or because then they'll know good and evil. Right. And I'm like, why wouldn't they – Mm-hmm. Uh, and and somebody pointed out that obviously this isn't like plainly stated, but I I tend to like think this is a really good uh, theory that the plan would have been for God to uh, eventually allow them to eat of that. Basically, that hmm. the plan was to grow them and to cultivate them hmm. and to 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 eventually move them to a level of understanding morality in some sense it wasn't mm. just to be autonomous drones we don't, we don't know we don't know i just think that's yeah. really interesting that um yeah yeah man. all right guys thanks for coming out hanging this out one was heady next one we'll do something fun yeah just fun. Fun. bye